It's 1905. In the small Swiss town of Le Chaux de Fond, famous for its many watchmakers, a representative of the local art school sadly informs the parents of one of the school's most gifted students that their son will have to give up on his dream of being an engraver. The reason? His deteriorating eyesight. Not to be perturbed from a career in the visual arts, the young man transitioned into architecture. He then went on to apprentice for the renowned French architect Auguste Perret, where his fascination with the use of reinforced concrete was born. The outbreak of war did nothing to slow his studies and progress, as his eyesight left him out of the military draft. In fact, over the next few years, his eyesight would become even poorer still. Legend has it, after becoming entranced by cubism, a flurry of moonlight painting sessions wreaked havoc on his optics. There is also gossip of an incident with a sharp pencil. Either way, by 1920, when the young architect first signed his name using his soon-to-be-famous pseudonym, he was already wearing the custom spectacles that would go on to define not only himself, but his profession. He was Le Corbusier. You're listening to Kunst Please, a podcast about modern art. And this is a story about four-eyed architects. Le Corbusier's original design for his glasses was a slight oval shape made with a heavy black frame. Extremely style-conscious and ever ahead of trends, this style would become more and more ubiquitous throughout the 20s. His friends started calling him Corbu, a pun on the French word for crow, due to the beady bird-like look the customised glasses lent him, especially when perched on the tip of his beak-esque nose. As his career started to pick up steam, the glasses became a sort of ancillary signature to his new moniker. Corbusier was patient zero for the architect's glasses trope, but in the early 1930s, he would infect another carrier. Philip Johnson was a Harvard graduate, a member of the architecture department of the brand new New York Museum of Modern Art, and a Nazi sympathizer. In 1932, Johnson organized an exhibition of architecture that included Le Corbusier, having visited one of the Swiss architect's most famous accomplishments, the Villa Savoyer, and had returned to the US with one or two ideas. One of these ideas included a brand new set of glasses, round, thick-framed, and custom-made, this time by Cartier. The differences between these frames and Corbusier's was negligible, Johnson adapting the lens curvature slightly and opting for straight arms as opposed to the classic bend around the ear. Latterly responding to accusations of plagiarism, accusations he would become accustomed to, Johnson was bullish. I like them so much, I never change them. People always say, you copied Corbusier's glasses. I say, in fact, he copied mine. I made mine geometrically round, his were not. After Johnson, other architects began to take up the same ocular affectation. I.M. Pei, Peter Cook, John Hedgeduck, Richard Mayer, Peter Eisenman, Mario Botta, Stanley Tigerman, Nicholas Grimshaw, 
Andrea Branzi, the list goes on and will continue to do so. The Israeli designer and architect Rod Arad created a line of glasses for PQ eyewear that were called Corbs, although ironically they are fully circular in design, which lends them more to Johnson's version. Other eyewear manufacturers have taken to naming designs as architect frames, or even just architects, and there are a myriad of style editorials parading the eyewear choices of great designers of the 20th century. You can buy a pair today thanks to Maison Bonnet, the bespoke French eyewear designer who made pairs for Le Corbusier later on in his life, as well as the frames for another designer notable for his glasses, one Yves Saint Laurent. The city boy's braces, the art director's beanie, the college professor's elbow pads, all notable stylistic cues, signifiers of the workplace, but costume cliches nonetheless. Fascinating, really, that an entire profession, one that is based almost entirely on visuals, can be summed up and represented by a single stylistic accoutrement, especially one that is so embraced by its practitioners. Trends in building materials, fashion and design culture are constantly in flux, but the architect's glasses endure, thanks to Le Corbusier. And there it is. Thick frames, round lenses. Le Corbusier, the first architect of spectacle. Kunst Please was created and produced by Jonathan Heath. That's me. Please follow the gallery space on Instagram, at Kunst Please. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the experience, please like, comment, review, and subscribe, etc. 